0: People, good morning. Happy Wednesday. I'm your boy Chris J. All the Sports and Loves Me Back. It's my podcast. Show from the podcast. People talk about the hottest sports topics and all the NBA and NFL people. People, y'all know I'm a huge sports fan. Definitely NBA for sure. And we are in the playoffs, the Western Conference. Finals and Eastern Conference Finals are officially here. Last night, game one took off between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. And that was a good game. Great game from the Miami Heat. First half, kind of rocky. Started out a little slow. But the second half, they came out like a man, a team on a mission. 39 points in the third quarter. Held to the Boston Celtics with 14 points in the third quarter. In the Miami Heat, they pour a beating on the Celtics. Jimmy Butler, 41 points. 27 points in the second half. A great performance. And uh, people, I'm saying this right now. Jimmy Butler, the way he's playing right now, he's playing like a man that wants a championship ring. He's playing like... A top two, a top three player in all the NBA. You can argue that right now he's playing the best in the playoffs outside of Luka. But right now with Jimmy Butler, just with his his tenacity, his grit, his hunger, his motivation, his, his determination. He seems like someone that wants that championship and bring him back to Miami. And right now, and how the Heat looking, you know, they got a, they got a really good shot. And I'm, I'm also going to say this too. You know, watching that game one, Boston had a good a good first half, had, had control of the game. But in the second half, the Miami Heat, they took it personal because they said, OK, the first half, Tatum, do we want to do Boston? They're not uncomfortable. Everything's easy. But the second half, the Heat adjusted. You know, Eric Sposher and that Miami team adjusted and they adjusted very well. And I'll also say this. The Boston Celtics are not going to beat the Miami Heat without without Marcus Smart and Al Horford. They're going to need those two. And now with Al Horford, he's in healthy safety protocols. So you don't know how long he'll be out. He may miss game two. He could miss game three. I'm pretty sure he'll miss game two. I hope he doesn't. But if I'm Marcus Smart, you, he better play game two. I just feel like he has to play game two because this Miami Heat team, this squad is something real. They are the real dude Holyfield. And they and they will and they will take advantage of the absence of Marcus Smart because he is their best defender with the guarding Jimmy Butler. Yes, because I feel like Last night, Butler wouldn't dropped 41 points the way he did, or 41 points with a Marcus Smart on him. Smart would have made him work. Smart would have made him feel uncomfortable to a degree. Of course, Butler would have still got his points, but he would have been maybe a little more or less efficient and tougher 41 points. And then just getting 41 points and he just can't be stopped. Marcus Smart can disrupt that. And then we're having Al Horford, having that stretch five, someone who can space the floor out. And he has veter- veteran leadership. He's been there, done that. And so you need that on the court because this Heat team has dealt. They have size. They, well, they're kind of undersized, but they have depth. They have grit. They have all the check marks of a championship team. Butler, Hero, you have... They have great defenders. They have a great team all around. This team, from top to bottom, they really check off every box. The only box they may not check is their lack of size. But Bam on Bayou is six nine, but he plays play, play, play like he's seven feet. And so, and then they had eleven blocks as a team. This game seemed like at one point a block party because there were blocks everywhere. And so, this series is gonna be very physical, very tough. It's going to be very tough to see, but I feel like this is going to be a really good series to watch between these two ball clubs because Jason Tatum, I will say this, he had a great first half, 21 points, very efficient, you know, he was doing his thing. But the second half, he had 8 points, 1 for 7 shooting. That can't happen. Jason Tatum is going to have to have a great series, even even when Marcus Smart comes back and Al Horford comes back eventually, he's got to be great. And then Jalen Brown, he wasn't very good in this game. He came on late, but Jalen Brown has to be great from start to finish. He can't start out slow like that because to me personally, I picked Boston in six games. Yes, I did. But I also said this. I wouldn't be shocked if the Miami Heat win the series. And I wouldn't be shocked if they win in seven. And I wouldn't be shocked if Boston went in seven. I feel like this series is kind of a coin toss, 50-50. But I do think the Boston Celtics, I'm not changing my pick. You know, I'm not changing it at all. I'm still saying Boston is six because I believe Boston, they will adjust. And I do think Marcus Smart will be there for game two because they're going to need him. And I also think Al Horford, he, if he can come back by game maybe three, because with, 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 with Hilton Southern Protocols, he could be out game two. Hopefully he plays, but most likely he may be out game two as well. They can get Al for back at least by game three and already the market smart. And how they, because I feel like the Heat has so much depth, so much depth. They have a ton of, like, so much team for, team wise. When the Boston played the Bucks, the Bucks were out their second best player, Chris Middleton, who's an All Star, a three time All Star, and he's their closure, their playmaker. He's their guy on the time to get a bucket. That's what he does. And so I feel like, cause, cause I feel like if the Bucks would have had Middleton, they would have won the series. But I'm saying this right now: this Heat team, they have players that can get it done. They don't have just one man doing all the work. No, they have a team effort in the way Butler's playing and Hero. And then off the bench, they have guys like, like Duncan Robinson, a knockdown shooter. They have all the pieces. And then you got P.J. Tucker, who's the heart and soul. And then Kyle Lowry, he hasn't played really most of the playoffs. He's been out seven games. So Kyle Lowry, if he can come back from that hamstring injury or tightness, with his championship experience, because in 2019 he won a championship with the Raptors, beating Golden State. Now I do think a Golden State was healthy that would have beat the Raptors, but he's a champion. He's proven, and then he has playoff experience. So I also feel like when he comes back, that's another key player on their roster in the Miami Heat. Because coming to the playoffs, I was like, "Yeah, I see the Heat top seed, but I'm not really sold on them." But these games, here these like round one, round two, round one beat Atlanta. Okay, they beat Atlanta. Round two, they beat Philly and beat Miss Two Games. But okay, they beat Philly, you know. But round three, at this, they pulled, poured it on Boston and Boston been playing probably their best basketball all playoffs, you know, the past couple months. And this Heat team, like this team seems like they seem for real. So it's like, okay. Miami Heat, I see what they're doing, doing the thing. And now last night with how that second half turned out, they opened my eyes. Like this team here can make him can really maybe win a championship this year because how Jimmy Butler's playing, he's playing like a superstar. And I, I watched, um, I think, yesterday NBA countdown or post-game NBA. Stephen A. said, Butler texted him last week and said, I'm sick of y'all sleeping on me. Disrespecting me. And after a, a performance like last night, Jimmy Butler, he's put the word on notice that he is a bad shut your mouth. Like, seriously, I'm that dude. Put some respect on my name. And the way he's playing, he's averaging 28 points per seven. Tw- wait, 28 points against this playoff run. So he's been great from round one to round two. And then it got me thinking in 2020 during the bubble playoff, Jimmy Butler was great. He was great the whole playoff run. Then in the finals, he was great. Lost to the Lakers, but he was great still. And then that series, people forget Bam Bayou got hurt that series. He got hurt, and Gordon Dragas got hurt game one of that series. So even though I'm a Lakers fan, it would have been very interesting to see what would have happened if Bam would have never got hurt or, t- or, or, or Gordon Dragas would have never got hurt. So that's the question mark. And now I feel like having that experience, Butler, because he's proven in the playoffs. In the regular season, he coasts, he takes his time. But when the playoffs come, when the time to be great, he's showing you, hey, he can take his game to a different level. And that's what he's doing right now. And it's just a joy to watch because this guy right now, he's on a different planet. Jimmy Butler, he is something serious. And he he's putting the world on notice. He's putting me on notice that, hey, I'm serious. I'm this dude. Y'all better put some respect on my name. And like, you know, he has a great supporting cast and the pieces fit. And, and then you have a championship coach in Eric Sposhar who's been there, done that. You know, of course, he's been there for so long, but he's he's coached every kind of game. The guy coached Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, I'm crying out loud. Chris Bosch. And he coached great players, so he knows greatness. Alonso Morning, he he knows great players. He's coached it and been around it. And you know, Pat Riley's mentor, who's one of the greatest coaches in, in all of NBA history, who's there in this ear. He's mentored them knowing what to do. This Miami Heat team is something special to watch. And this could be a team that wins it all because whoever comes out of the West, Golden State or Dallas, they will have their hands full if the Heat wins, even even the Boston win. Both teams got their hands full, like seriously, but like this Heat team, man, they got defenders, they got shooters, they got toughness, they got experience, they got guys that's not going to back down, they got coaching, they have all, they have the recipe of a championship caliber team, they have the sixth man of the year, Tyler Hero, they have so much. And going back to Boston, you know, Jalen Brown's got to be better. He has to be. And you know, I feel like Boston will bounce back game, too, because I think they're a team that's very resilient. You know, I feel like a Coach Udoka, he's going to be pouring into his players, hey, guys, we got to get better at this. We had a great first half, but the second half, they had adjusted and they kicked our tail. But in the second half of this game, we just let it get away. We came on late, but we have to keep that same energy and match their energy because they're a team. That they are the number one seed for a reason. They have they are a good basketball team, great coach team as well. And so I feel like they gotta get better at that. But you're not gonna beat Miami playing without without Smart. Smart will play game two. I'm pretty sure. Marcus Smart will play game two. I'll be shocked if he if he does not play game two. I'll be shocked. Because I know how Marcus Smart is. He has a high pain tolerance and he wants to win. And he knows he's the he's their best defender. He knows, I have to guard Jimmy Butler. I have to contain him. Because if he gets dropping 41, 35, this and that, the Heat will win this series. Tatum has to match him. The first half, Tatum was the MVP the first half. The second half, Jimmy Butler, it was him all day. So... Tatum got to keep that same energy. Jalen Brown. You have Robert Williams. He played pretty good. Like, they have some good players, but they got to keep it up. Because this right here is a fully loaded Miami Heat. Not a team that's shorthanded like Milwaukee. They're fully loaded. And then, this team is not Brooklyn. A team that plays no defense. They play defense. They get in your face. They know what it takes to win. They have a coach actually coaches that knows what to do and so i'm so excited what what game two will hold so because it's a lot of question marks game one i feel like it's the fill out game i still pick boston in six either way you put it i'll pick boston to win this series but i could be wrong because this miami heat team is something special but i gotta see how game two is and gotta see when al horford Horford is gonna come back because I believe he's a difference maker. Him and Marcus Smart. Because I believe if Marcus Smart and Al Horford were there, they changed that game. In my opinion, not saying the Heat won't win that game still, Game One. But I do think that game is more competitive, it's closer than what it is, because it came p- a point in time like. It felt like every time the boss gets the ball, they turn it over. They turn it over. And like, y'all turn the ball over like five straight possessions. It seemed like for a dunk or a layup. You're not going to beat a really good team like that. You can't just turn the ball over. You have to protect the sugar. Protect it because the Heat play, lockdown down defense, create turnovers, got easy buckets in transition, made threes. Yes, you have to stop turning the ball over. Tatum did great all playoffs. But I will say this, Tatum has been turning the ball over a lot as well, too. Tatum got to keep doing what he's doing, but limit his turnovers. He can't keep turning the ball over like this because some of these passes, what are y'all doing? Stop making these bad, careless turnovers. You guys are not in college or high school. You guys are professional athletes. Stop turning the basketball over. Of course, you're human. You'll turn the ball over. Here it happens. But just having careless turnovers, bad passes, bad reads. The flash, and you see the patch are not there. Don't force it. That's what I'm saying. So hopefully we'll see what happens between game two. But Boston, I'm still with y'all. I'm not changing my pick. I feel like y'all will adjust. Y'all will adapt. And y'all will win game two. Going back to Boston 1-1. Got to switch it up going to the Western Conference. Got tonight at 9 o'clock p.m. Tipping off Eastern time. The Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks will play game one. And Golden State. Golden State has the home court advantage because they are the three seed. Dallas is the four seed. Golden State beat um, the Denver Nuggets and beat the Memphis Grizzlies in rounds one and two to advance to the to the conference finals for the Western Conference. Dallas beat um, the Utah Jazz and beat the defending Western Conference champions last year, the Phoenix Suns. You know, so both these teams are well-deserved. They got, they got here. And you got big-name players. You got Luca Dontage, who, 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 in my opinion, right now, in these remaining playoffs, he's the best player. Like, to me, Luca, he's the best player. Leading the league in points, rebound, tied for assists with Draymond Green. Luca Duntic is something special, averaging 31 points a game these playoffs, 10 rebounds, and 6.6 assists. The kid, the guy's unbelievable. He's special to watch. And, and you know, the way he's playing... You gotta give Dallas a really good shot at winning win this series because it's Luca Dante. He's a bad man. He is maybe the I've never seen Larry Bird play because when Larry Bird played, I was not alive. Bird played in the '80s and the early '90s. I I wasn't born t- to '95, so I didn't see Bird play in person or TV. But me watching Luca, I've seen a lot of players, player from overseas, a player that's white. Being honest, like. Dirk Nowinski, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, like, Luka Doncic, he is a bad man, like, you cannot deal with Luka, Luka is, he is a bad man, he's 23 years old, you can't stop him, he gets what he wants, when he wants, like, nobody can contain Luka, I don't care who you are, from how good of a defender you are, getting in the third, you're not going to stop him. We've seen the past two years, last two years, Kawhi Leonard couldn't guard him. PG couldn't guard him. I mean, Paul George, they couldn't guard him. No one can stop this guy. He's going to get what he wants. And, you know, the key is really going to be Brunson, um, in the in the Dallas supporting cast. Can they do what they did versus Phoenix? I, I believe they can because Golden State, good as they are, Golden State, some games just don't show up to play. They do careless turnovers. Steph hasn't really played great these playoff runs. Besides round one of the series, you know, game round two, Steph kind of struggled from three. Didn't play his best, really had some game where he was very inefficient. Came on the fourth quarter, but still struggling. And I'm saying this right now. If Steph Curry plays how he played versus in round two versus the Grizzlies, the Golden State Warriors will lose this series. I'm saying this right now. If Steph Curry played how he played last series versus the Memphis Grizzlies, when shorthanded with John Morant got hurt in game three, then Dylan Brooks got suspended games, really two and three, to be honest. And Stephen Adams missed the first two games because health and safety protocols. I'm saying this right now. Golden State will lose this series if Steph Curry does not match Luke Luka, he has to match him. If Luka having 31 points a game, Steph Curry better be at, tw- at 28, 29 points and very efficient in doing this thing because he can't play how he played because Luka is Luka. You're not going to stop him. But if, if then with the Brunson and, and they hitting threes, they're going to be something serious because they're both – like these two teams both shoot the three. Golden State, of course, they're a better shooting team because you have Steph Curry – Klay Thompson, Jordan Poole, Wiggins, all these players like that. But I will say this, though. Dallas, both teams like to play small ball. So I feel like this is going to be a high-scoring series. The match is really good. And really, though, Klay Thompson going to be a, a big X factor because Klay's got to be Klay. Making shots from the perimeter, I will say this, too. Klay Thompson cannot shoot the ball how he shot versus the Grizzlies. He really had one great game that was Game Six. Game Six, Clay dropped thirty points. Had I believe eight threes, I believe correctly. But I'm saying this right now, Clay got to be Clay. The Splash Brothers got a splash, and Jordan Poole. You know, the first couple games versus Memphis, he was going off, playing great. But the last couple games, games four, five, and six, he kind of struggled, you know, missing shots, not making shots, being up and down. Jordan Poole's gotta be Jordan Poole. He's gotta at least give me consistently 20 plus points this series, 20-something points, and being efficient, making threes. And Draymond Green gotta be Draymond Green. Meaning, I love Draymond Green. He's a great player. He's the future Hall of Famer because um his playmaking, he makes his team better. His defense, his leadership, yes. But I'm gonna say this right now: sometimes Draymond Green pisses me off because of this right here. Draymond Green sometimes he'll have an open shot, a layup or a two-foot shot, but he won't shoot it. And sometimes he'll force a turnover because he's looking to pass too much. Sometimes you gotta take what the defense give you because what they gonna do. Some Draymond, you gotta take those layups, take those two foot shots sometimes because sometimes he try to make that extra pass too many times it gets turned over, or they get a bad shot. No, sometimes you gotta score the ball more. And if Draymond Green had an offensive game, meaning if Draymond Green could average you 16 points a game, efficient. On a consistent basis, Golden State will be unbeatable. Like, seriously, I'm dead serious with how they play and how they share the ball. If Draymond Green had a knockdown three shot like he did in 2016, or get you, like, 16 points a game easily, consistently, with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Jordan Poole already in Wiggins, and this great supporting cast, Golden State will be almost unbeatable. But he doesn't have that offensive arsenal. But... He's a great player still. Love Draymond Green, but sometimes he's too—he passes too much. Sometimes I love his ability. You have Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, yes, but sometimes what Dallas is gonna do—they're gonna force you to make to make those those turnovers, those bad reads. Because in my opinion, Golden State can't turn the ball over how they did versus the Grizzlies because the Grizzlies had very—they were limited because Ja got hurt. Ja got hurt, you know. And so without Ja, they're not beating Golden State without Ja Morant. I mean, he's he, he their best player, you know. But I would say this, though. Dallas got Luka. I love Ja Morant. I, ooh, I love Ja Morant. Ja's a bad boy. I love him. I'm going to get a jersey this year. I'm going to get – when he get a signature shoe deal, I'm buying him. But I'm saying this right now. Ja Morant ain't Luka Duntage bro. I don't care what anybody say. Ja ain't Luka. Ja is not Luka Duntage. Luca Johnson is 6'8, got a handle, got a J. He's bigger, he's stronger, he gets to his spots, and you can't speed him up. And Luca, I just, Luca's better than John Moran, in my opinion. I love Ja, but Luca is Luca. He is a bad, shut your mouth. He a bad man. He ain't stopping Luca. Luca's gonna do what he do. He gonna show up. You know, Luca's gonna show up. He's going to show up and show out. So, the like I said before, stealth, somebody got to match him. And Golden State, keep doing what they're doing. Share the ball. Don't beat themselves. Because I picked Golden State to win this series in seven games. The reason why I said seven games, because Luka Dungeons is going to get three wins. He's going to get you three wins. Luka Dungeons is that great by himself. He will get you three wins. He's proven that in the past, last year. He was so great. He still got three wins on the Clippers. He would get you three wins. Seriously. He's that great of a player. And the reason why I said that Golden State at home got got the experience, you know, I believe that they could win a game seven at home, but I wouldn't be shocked if Dallas won a game seven on the road as well, like same with the Suns. But I believe that Golden State, they will rally and find a way to beat Luka, but I wouldn't be shocked if if Luka beats them as well. But I feel like Steph Curry knows what he has to do. He knows he can't play that way versus, like, the Grizzlies versus Dallas Mavericks. Because he knows I got to be great. Clay Thompson, Draymond, Poole, the whole team You have to show up. And now having Steve Kerr back in the lineup, ha- having that head coach voice, having your leader be there. Your coach, the guy that you won titles with, that knows you guys. and puts y'all in the best situation because if they would have had Mike Brown still coaching this series, I would have been very scared because Mike Brown, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. But but they have Steve Kerr back, so I'm excited about that. But I'm very happy um, by these playoffs. I feel like this series, I feel like both these games series could go seven games. I would love to see. Boston and Miami go seven games, and I would love to see Golden State and Dallas go seven games. I wouldn't mind that seeing two game sevens for each conference, going to the finals. I mean, that's like the kid at the candy store. That's great. That's That's a great moment, you know, so that'll be great for me. Just being a basketball fan, I would love to see two game sevens just because I love sports. I love basketball. I love talking about it. So, and then game seven, the pressure's at the highest. Who going to show up? Who not going to show up? We shall see what happens. And, you know, um, what a great playoffs. You know, these players, Tatum, Luka, Butler, Steph. you know, great teams. Golden State had the most experience by far than these teams because you got your main core with uh, – Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Draymond Green. Got like Gavon Looney experience. Um, I don't know if, if Eco Dollar will play these series. Um, he may play, he may not. I have no idea. But you know, it's good having, you know, different teams there. You know, Boston's there. I mean, they've been there to the conference finals the past, I mean, four times since Tato and Brian arrived. But, you know, having the heat there, you know having Dallas there, because no one probably would have thought that Dallas Mavericks would be in the Western Conference Finals. I know I didn't. I didn't think Dallas would be in the Western Conference Finals, but they are. They're here. And I love the, the different teams, the, the the young players. It's really, both of the teams young saw Golden State a little older now. I mean, because they've been around for a while. But just having these young guns here, Young players, so excited seeing the draft lottery last night. The, the, the Magic have the number one pick two is OKC, three is Houston, four is Sacramento. So, you know, seeing that draft lottery with, with these young players coming to the league, you know, about to have a generation of wealth change forever in their family, their lives in the change. So, it's great to hear for the NBA for that draft lottery. Love seeing young guys coming to the league from college to the NBA or overseas to the NBA. Or G Lee, whatever they talk about to the pros, great to watch, great to see. Very excited, people. You know, um, you know, people just be great at what you're doing. Y'all know I'll be watching these sports. What's gonna happen? But I had to talk about these games last night and the game today, leading up to this. So people, be great. You know, keep striving for your dreams. Never give up because the journey is the, of the journey and being consistent. That's the tough part. But at the same time, the journey should be your funnest part because the journey you you gotta appreciate it when you make it that's the journey that's the beauty of the journey because meaning if you don't accept the journey you know you know you just may, may you gotta accept the people so be great today i love y'all i'm out peace